Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast with me, Charlie Baker, and John Cardigan. I haven't called you Joan Cardigan all season, John. And I, I haven't missed it, I'll be honest. Don't feel like oh. you have to pick it back up again. Well, I, I will say, we were, we were together the other day and I said, do you know what, Joan, I haven't called you. I haven't called you that all season. I mean, it's sort of drifted by, isn't it? I think we're it's past, I think we're past Joan now. We're living we're, in a post-Joan Universe. Post June. Yeah. Post June Universe. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is the National Obsession. We are a National League football podcast and we talk about the complete National we League. Do. Welcome. National Episode League 77. 77, John. Can you? We didn't last week play 76 trombones. Oh, no. Which, oh. <laughs> which we yeah. can never, we've never now oh. have the opportunity ever to play that ever again. Is there a song again. called 77 trombones? 77 trombones 77 is not a song. Trombones. No. Well, it's a disaster, isn't it, John? Well, I mean, look, would, um, would anybody expect any less of us? I don't think so. I'm sorry I'm late to um, record tonight, John. I went to find, because I realised we hadn't had it for a couple of weeks. Uh, yes, the there seagull, it is. The seagull. The, 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 that your, the your mum and dad sent, sent us. Yeah, it's, that's lovely. My daughter is a big fan of it, particularly likes it, John. Oh, that's nice. The National League, John, has it got, has it got exciting? I think it's got exciting, isn't it? I think so. Look, the big thing it's is... still only August. We're nearly out of August, though. That's the thing. That is true. And then, I mean, we've still got September to go, but we're approaching the clock's going back. (laughs) It's ages yet. It's October yet. But I've had an idea now. I watched the film Dunkirk this week. Uh, Yes. I want to bring up two two things about this. Okay. Um, It's a good film. The the timeline jumps around in it, doesn't it? It, Yeah. It's uh, what they would call a non-linear film. Exactly. You're not quite sure what's going on. The the timeline jumps around. And I thought, that's an idea for the National League. (laughs) 
Like, just... <laughs> Hang on. So what? We get marches. You can get promotion at Christmas. So you know you're getting promotion. <laughs> yeah. Like by Christmas. Lovely Christmas present. But then you see how that you see that how that works itself out as the season goes on. Does that work, John, or not? Am I, so what, you'd have to mad? tell clubs at the start of the season, okay, you're, you're going to finish second. So they already yeah. know at the start. And then they already know. They already know, but you just see how it works out. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think it's a good yeah. idea? Or It's a touch complicated, isn't it? <laughs> it's quite cool. You, you have to have a sort of slightly bigger brain to, to <laughs> think about it. Quite a, quite a creative mind. Well, if you think if you think linear, which we don't on this podcast, no. you're not going to understand it. But I just think, yeah, you find out where you finish at the beginning. So you, you know you're getting relegation. So when you get first day of the season, you win 3-0 or something, you go, yes! Oh, it sort of <laughs> slightly spoils it. Um, yeah, my worry would be, um, you know, footballers, it's a bit of a cliche, but they're not always the most intelligent of people. Alan Dowson, you know, lovely bloke. Oh, but the players can, will find out. Well, no, but can they cope with old results are coming in at odd times and suddenly you're in Easter <laughs> and then you're back in September? And then, yeah, well, this is the and then it's the playoffs, they, and then you. What I I just worry the whether Christmas they could period, like it's the Easter bank holiday. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think that I'm fairly intelligent, and I'm struggling a little bit with it. <laughs> it's a philosophical thought. Okay, but By the way, I'm just going to tell you, I am drinking a glass of wine during okay. this week's podcast. <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> this is the other thing about Dunkirk, the film, John. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. No. Spoiler alert. Well, some yeah, of them I mean, get home. A... Some of them get killed, right? <laughs> We win the war. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right. But here's the main thing. They end up, you know, when uh, Harry Styles from One Direction. Yeah. The lead actor, they end up, they end up on a train, don't they? Yeah. They wake up and they're on a train at the yeah. end of it. And they're chugging into a station. And, they, and they've just been, well, they've been bombed, haven't they, John? They've been sunk, they've been torpedoed. Yeah. Been shot at by the Nazis. They've had to sleep, had to shit on, a, on the beach. All sorts of terrible things, haven't they? Happened to them. Yeah. Had to hang around in France for a bit, which we know is a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? When you're at the dock waiting to come home. Yeah, especially that right. part of northern France. Oh, terrible! Isn't it? You've place. had a lovely holiday, but yeah. it really does spoil your oh, holiday. Back that in bit. Calais, all their friends are being killed in front of their very eyes. And then, it, if if not to just top it off, right? They're coming in on the train. They wake up on the train, the steam train, and he doesn't know where he is, does he? He looks out the window and he shouts to a lad. You boy, you boy, where are we? Do you know what he shouts back, John? I can't remember. Woking. <laughs> yes, poor I think souls. Yes, you're right. Lest we forget. What, what could Woking. possibly be worse than oh, the nightmare could, the British worse, Expeditionary Forces suffered on the beaches of Dunkirk than, than getting back and realising you're in Woking? And, the, and they were in a spitfire. Eastly, in it, Spitfires. Yeah, <laughs> ran out of gas. Yeah, ran out of gas. Oh, Classic they, oh. Eastly, John. I just watched this film and took it as a sort of a World War Two. Uh, you, you did know, not adventure. watch Dunkirk with a National League viewpoint, um, did you, John? More for, and now, the more I think about it, the more I'm seeing it. You know, Mark <laughs> Rylance's character in the boat. Oh, yeah, they, he's good, isn't he? Yeah. Where did they arrive back to afterwards? Oh. Weymouth. Weymouth. National League South. <laughs> Oh my god! At the NLS. <laughs> it has all it's... aspects covered, doesn't it? it really does. It's a National League heavy film. All signs are pointing towards Christopher Nolan being a massive National League fan. Should we work on that what's, note, uh... what have we got on the yeah, podcast? What's coming up this on the week, podcast? John. 
I did wonder when he said, you must remind me to tell you about Dunkirk. Yeah. I thought, yeah, you see, what where, could this possibly have that, to do with where's the Where's that cue ball where's going? This, where's this story going? Where's, where's the podcast going? What is coming up on the podcast? Well, uh, what is John? tons of National League news because we've got two rounds of fixtures to pour over and uh, give our sort of critical reflections on. Uh, Tamplins and Dragons is back again. Another oh, one of lovely. our beautiful Foffs is going to join us. It's a big hit. It's a surprise hit, Tamplins and Dragons. It is really, isn't it? Considering Especially it's... as it's art imitating life. <laughs> well, we'll come to that later, but I mean, it really very much is. Uh, and uh, yeah, a new we got an offer for the Foffs. Uh, a new offer that Ooh. has been presented our way. Oh. A new little bit of non-league yep. content. Uh, it's bit a little of extra. bit, a bit, a bit of extra stuff just for the exclusive Foff content. It's getting too niche. We're too niche. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob Mills, uh, legendary comedian, broadcaster, Leighton Orient fan, formerly of the National League, of course. He is our big interview for this week. And letters oh, from a listener. Any, some letters, maybe. If there'll be some letters, who knows? Oh yeah, we've got letters. Excellent, John. It's going to be brilliant. I think it is. Should we crack straight on to uh, the National League? Tell uh, Give us news. some National League news, John. Let's Before I back. do, I'm just going to press this just to make Gammy neem. It feels wanted. Good old Gammy. Bring your dad, John, for goodness sake. Ring him. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Two fixtures. Yes, exactly. Let's get back to Saturday first uh, and quickly skim through uh, a few of the results. It was Bromley 1, Boreham Wood 0. So Bromley... Uh, keeping up their impressive starts this season. Chesterfield 2. As, as if Bromley are winning the league. John. I mean, they're not, are they? They just aren't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Chesterfield 2, Barrow 2. So Chesterfield yeah, uh, still uh, without a win on Saturday. Chorley 0, Hartlepool. Newton Abbott Football Club. Newton Abbott Football Club. Chorley 0, Hartlepool 0. That was Chorley's third 0-0 of the season so far. <laughs> Chorley can also get in the NAFC for what it's worth. Chorley not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eastley 1, uh, Dagenham 1. Ebbsfleet 2, Notts County 2. Uh, notable because uh, a certain someone scored their first goal for Notts County. Reagan Booty. Shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your booty. Shake your booty. Shake your booty. Shake your booty. Reagan Booty. Uh, it was Halifax 4, AFC Fired 1. Mm. Not good for the coasters. Not pork and beans. Pork and beans. Hello, we're pork and beans. <laughs> Hello, children. Do you like pork or do you like beans? <laughs> What's going on there at AFC Fild, though, really? Um, I, well, really this, is the, this is what I think it's third good season syndrome. Oh, do you reckon? Now, they've kept, they've kept the similar group of players together, haven't they, for two or three seasons. I think they've got a bit of complacent. It's only, it's only August. August. none of this counts. They've had a rubbish start. They've had a crap start. I'm I'm convinced the coasters can pull it round. Uh, it was Harrogate two, Stockport one, uh, Sutton one, Dover Athletic two. We'll cheat again. Vera Lynn must have been delighted with that one. Uh, Woking two, Solihull Moors nil. A result absolutely did not see coming. They're playing non-linearly, John. Well, they've this taken. <laughs> Woking are getting all their results in now. Yeah. They, they've absolutely messed it up. They're not saving them up for the rest of the season. If Woking go up, John, I'm going to say it now. Yeah. If Woking win the league, yeah. I will shave my head to a grade one. Oh, there we are. Okay. 
There, there we you are. Go. Uh, Wrexham won, Barnet won, and Yeovil won, Maidenhead two. Where, so uh, that was Saturday, was it, John? So that, that was, was Saturday's... Saturday. Yeah, and on to Monday. Sunny Hole Moore's losing uh, two in a row as Eastleigh yeah. uh, beat them 2 1. Danny Hollams uh, scoring <sighs> twice. So, yeah, that was a bit of a shock. Sunny Hole Moore's having that's a bit no good. of a that wasn't shocking good. I mean, that's, the only, that's the only team who've, who've like, properly beaten us, I think. Hartlepool United, our opponents on Saturday, they saw off 10-man Wrexham down to 10 men again uh, to earn mm-hmm. their uh, second win of the season. Uh, 4-2, Hartlepool beat Wrexham. The slump starting early. Uh, Wrexham did go 1-0 ahead, but Hartlepool equalised through Gimme Toro. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they went on to win the game 4-2. Wrexham's Jake Lawler received his second red card of the season. It was um, Aldershot 1, Sutton United 1, a uh, last-minute equaliser for Aldershot. Uh, saved them in that yeah. game. They were so bad. They were properly okay. shit, John. weren't they? Imagine watching that every week. Yeah, now you say Imagine it. Imagine yeah. going oh week in, God. week yeah. out, watching that lumpy-ass team. Oh my God! I'd be so depressed. I hate that kit. I hate that red and blue. I just hate that, John. I hate Aldershot. I hate them. The score of Aldershot's late uh, equaliser does bring us on to this week's poshest player of the week. Jacob Barkley Agiapong. That's this week's poshest player of the week. A lot of players with double-barreled surnames. I know. Finding out, isn't it? It's lovely. It's lovely, though, isn't it, John? I think he's one of the Surrey Barkley (laughs) Agiapongs. Another uh, great result for Woking. Annoyingly, they uh, grabbed a two-one, two-one win at Dover. Will Did they not realise they will cheat again? Do you know they not realise Woking? They're using it all up. That, that, I hate to say it. But they are. But Dover did have Curtis Cumberbatch sent off. Don't know if he's any he any relation. Slightly rougher brother. <laughs> he's in like a, a theatre in education. He's touring schools as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and Dover's goal scorer in that defeat was uh, Ricky Modest. Uh, obviously, he doesn't oh. like to. He doesn't like to talk about the fact that he scored. Don't even bring him up because he doesn't like. He doesn't Does, like to be he, any he focus doesn't want to talk about it. Playing it very cool. Dagenham, they got a 3-2 win against the Oval. Last-minute winner uh, there through Joe Good. Quigley. Gave him a 3-2 what win. What points are the Oval on, John? The Oval, seven points from seven games. They're down in 18th. Get them in Newton Abbott Football Club. Yeah, Halifax exactly. kept their impressive early season form going. A 2-1 win at Barrow for them. Ebbsfleet, yeah. previously absolute prime candidates for Newton Abbott Football Club, hadn't had a single win. They finally got a win. They beat 10-man Borenwood 2-1. Uh, unbeaten Bromley came from behind to win 2-1 against Maidenhead. Uh, Rico Hackett-Fairchild uh, scored oh. twice. Although Maidenhead did make the initial breakthrough in that 2-1 defeat through Josh Smile. You better smile. 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 Josh Smile. Who um, recorded that song, John? The Supernaturals. 
And where are they now, do you think? Do you think they're on the festival circuit? Well, do you know what? We were talking about festivals the other week, and you I can't actually remember whether this was on the podcast or just a private conversation. <laughs> yes. You said that Scouting for Girls were on at every single scouting festival. That was in, we were in Edinburgh. We were discussing that was right. How Scouting for Girls are at every single festival. This yeah. summer. And they are, I got a leaflet through my door over the weekend for something called Pub in the Park in Chiswick. Okay. And guess who was headlining? Scouting for Girls. Headline. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong, am I? If Pete Johnson gets a new job in women's football, will he be scouting for girls? <laughs> That's very funny. And Notts County stretched their unbeaten runs four matches, resounding 5 1 victory at home against Chorley. Chorley did get 1 0 up in that game, but shipped 5 uh, in the second half. Filed 0, Harrogate 0, so winless weekend for, for Filed all told. And Chesterfield still searching for their first win of the season. They lost 2 0 at Stockport. You mark my words, the first casualty. Sheridan. Will be Sheridan at Chesterfield. You mark my flipping words, John. <laughs> Got quite aggressive about Did it. Did a little I? bit, yeah. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You are listening to the National Obsession. Now, we like to give our foffs something a little bit extra, don't we, John? We do. We come up with... We're not. We're not going to ask for any money or anything like that, which some podcasts do. We we don't. We don't want to do that. No, but, we, um, we're going to try and give you something for free anyway. Well, something, I mean, look, something. We, if you are become a fof, if you write us enough letters, if you send us enough texts, yeah. you become a fof. You're going to get a little bit extra. And what is it, John? Well, look, we've been approached uh, by the makers of some new National League uh, erotic fiction. Uh, oh, it's not God, a genre really? that anyone was really expecting. Um, oh but look, here I'm it, not sure about this, John. Well, look, I mean, all we can say is let's let's I give it like a chance it. and see if it's any good. Uh, it's an exclusive uh, FOF only offer. If you're a FOF, your copy will be coming through the post. Yeah, um, you'll get that obviously automatically. That will just turn up exactly at your house. Um, but I have got a little extract. Uh, what is it again? What is it, John? This is the National League erotic fiction, Dante's Left Hand. Oh, <laughs> sounds furtive. Well, look, see what you think of this. Think of Fifty Shades of Grey. And well, this is, what I'm, this is what I'm thinking, but look, it, it, it is a touch cute. on the nose. See what you think. She'd always loved commentators. With their way with words and skillful use of a lip mic, she'd always admired their capabilities. She was a Sutton United fan, and if she was being totally honest and putting all her cards on the table, she'd always wanted a commentator to help explore her gander green lane. Oh, God. And then the day came. It was the FA Trophy home tie against Southport. Leaving the ground, she saw him, standing there astride an ISDM box, unplugging leads here, filing match reports there. A well-combed mop of black-grey hair sat ruggedly underneath a quality pair of Sennheiser cams. Her amber and chocolates immediately began to pulsate, and the football team weren't looking too bad warming down either. She sidled over, and turning round to stand up, the commentator knew that all she wanted was for him to slip in a well-researched stat. The commentator duly obliged. She could barely believe it. It was Dante's left hand. John, it's, it's too, it's too, I think it's too sexy for us. Do you want the ending? I think it's too much for us. <laughs> carry on, carry as he, on. As he perfectly stimulated the pellets in her 4G pitch, he was everything... <laughs> He was everything she dreamed of, and after 90 minutes plus stoppage time of intense pleasure, as all consummate sports broadcasters would, he effortlessly moved into football analogy. Are we going to take this into extra time, or will I see you for a replay? Penalty shootout, she offered Riley. 
I have absolutely no idea what that means, he replied. So there we go, just a little extract there oh, from Danta's left hand. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't, I just, it's, I think it's too sexy for us, John. Too sexy? It's not, I don't, I don't think we can be, um, I don't think we can be sponsored by this. It's too much, it's too much. <laughs> the National Obsession. Yes, you are listening to The National Obsession with me, John Cadigan and Charlie Baker. Now, it's time for the latest in our series of big interviews. Uh, one of our new initiatives for this season of The National Obsession. And I caught up with the brilliant comedian, Bob Mills. Fantastic broadcast, you might remember from In Bed With Me Dinner, Win, Lose or Draw. Also, a huge Leighton Orient fan, of course, until very recently, proud members of The National League. And I asked him... Uh, six questions. What do you miss about the National League? I've got to be honest, nothing. Yes, some of the nice going up to Salford because I can then go and visit me mum who still lives in the northwest. Yes, going to Barrow because it's a beautiful part of the world, but really and truly nothing. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. What you want in the National League is to get out of it. Andrew Lloyd Webber or Julian? Julian Lloyd Webber, obviously. Andrew Lloyd Webber's yes, says he's a fan of the Orient, but Julian goes. Julian spends his entire life there. Julian named one of his kids after the Orient. He's a proper fan, yes. And I see Julian a lot. We we have cello chat. Yeah, cello chat. That's a, that's a thing where you chat about cello. Have you tried Ron and Nigel Travis donuts and are they any good? I've never tried Ron and Nigel Travis donuts because they're not called donuts. You've shown yourself to be an absolute philistine there. They're called O-nuts. Donuts are what you buy at other donut places. What you get at the Orient are O-nuts. You can sell out the O2 Arena or Lake Orient can win the FA Cup. Which do you choose? That is the most ridiculous question I've ever been asked in my entire life. Of course I choose Lake Orient winning the FA Cup. So, listen, no, no I, I wouldn't even want... You've given me too much there. Because I'd rather have Lake Orient finishing the top half of the uh, of League Two than me playing at the O2 Centre. Is the John Sitton documentary the best football documentary ever made? Yes, undoubtedly. I've watched uh, the Sunderland one and I've watched the Pep Guardiola one, but nothing compares to that. I'll meet you around the back of the changing rooms. You can bring your mother and you can bring your dinner. Do you prefer winning, losing or drawing? Well, obviously, I prefer winning. Oh, I see. Win, lose, or... Oh, yes. Thank you very much for reminding me that I used to have a career in television. The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession, and it's time for Letters from a Listener. Oh, very there we nice. are, John. Any, any letters nice. at all? We've got a few Gammy-Nee emails as they're uh, starting oh, to be okay. called. Not one <laughs> from, nice. from Gammy-Nee yeah. himself. James Thorndike 
440 uh, gets in touch to say on the ice, gentlemen. It'll be excited. It'll be excited, John. Thinking, oh, a few few time, few shows time, it'll be me on the old podcast. <laughs> we're going to have to go through a few to get to 440. But he says, on the ice, gentlemen, right. I couldn't help but notice that we're only 24 episodes away from the big 100. Any early plans for this momentous occasion? Perhaps a live show with Foffs in attendance up the goal, says James. Quite a long time yet, isn't it? We've got a while to think Quite about it. Quite a long it. time yet to 100. Christmas, isn't it? Before, before 100, ages yet. It's true, but, you know, it'll creep ages up on us. Yet. It's nice he's thinking about it, though, isn't it? Maybe we should think about something like that. Everybody at Trowel. Yeah. I think it'll be alive from Trowel, at least. We can't just go back to Trowel again. That'll be disappointing. Why not? You sound like a disappointed wife well, going, oh, we're not just going Trowel again, are we? I just think we've done it. I think we've ticked Trowel off. Hey, James, on the ice to you. On the ice, James, James. has got a off number. Lovely idea. Uh, Send in your ideas for what you think we should do for, for episode for 100. 100. I mean, it is 20, 24 away. It's ages. Uh, another Foff gets in touch. Harry Salvage, he says, Dear John and Charlie, on the discussion of Cray Harry Valley... Harry Salvage, architectural, architectural reclamation. On the discussion of Cray Valley paper mills the other week, former oh, Torquay yes, yes. striker Gavin Tomlin uh, was playing for them last season. And if that doesn't sway you towards them, I don't know what will. On the ice, Foff 22. Oh, very good. Well, we already he's, chose... got, he's got a Foff number, has he, Harry? He yeah, has, Foff 22, Foff. so he'll be getting the call before too long. But we already chose Folkestone. So, I mean, the Cray... Cray Valley paper mills discussion gone. Is gone. Look, look the, the, the I'm massively into Belpa Town now. The Nailers won all in the FA Cup at the weekend. Very exciting. Uh, Peter Garley uh, gets in touch. Young man, you young to man, yeah, yeah, to Garley, Garley. I was wondering where he was because I was thinking Northampton have had such a terrible start to the season, and I know he's a big Northampton fan. Probably crying somewhere. <laughs> He says, Dear Charlie and John, this is my third letter. No ulterior motive to that declaration. I just enjoy counting. Haven't written since last summer when I got my GCSE <laughs> results, as you'll all remember. But no educational updates this year. Instead, I've just been to Reading Festival and during the various moshes that I was involved Ooh. in, Northampton's own slow tie being the finest, never heard of them, I seem to have picked up a mark on my lower left leg resembling the number four. Now, Ooh. listening to the most recent episode reminded me about the mysterious absence of the four foff. Could this Harry Potter style mark on my left leg signify something? Now, you know he what? has this is got an a excellent mark letter. This is an excellent letter. And also, he has been to see me in a live show. And he's not John. straight out asked for a foff. He's danced around no. the subject. Do you know what? I think we should give it to him, John. Oh, okay. You sure? I think that it's like, he's, like, he's been branded with a four. He's sent enough emails. He's been branded. Let's do it. Couldn't. There he is. Chukunk. Four. Four. Is no Excellent. Well done. Well done. We're, we're going to have to go back to him for Tamplins and Dragons. That's it. There we are. Absolutely. And that's it for letters, is it, John? And that's it for the letters. At NatObsPod on the Twitter. Or nationalobsession at gmail.com. Now it's time uh, once again um, for the game that, frankly, has got tens of people uh, talking about it. It's sweeping the nation, John. It is. Uh, it's choose your own fantasy billericky adventure. And we love to get the Foffs involved. So far, they've been absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure our next Foff will be no less brilliant. It's well, time. I, John, I know he will because I've met him because he's one of the few Foffs to have actually turned up at a gig of mine. I mean, that almost counts for sort of extra foff status. And Um, it wasn't even like a proper gig. It was like a work in progress gig. So (laughs) he's the man's seen me struggle. (laughs) And let's wait no longer to introduce foff number six, one of the original foffs, Steve Smith. 
Charlie and John, hello there. It's ah. an absolute pleasure to be on your show. It really, really is. Look at that. It's a, you called it a show, John. I well, like. you I did know, call it a show. I know, That's I, know, a... I, know, I know I've been told not to. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Now, uh, you are, uh, would you call yourself an artist by trade or a, or a graphic designer? Well, I think I'm, a gra- I, I'm, I'm going to suggest a graphic designer. So that covers sort of illustration, um, logo design, brochure design typography i mean i did a got cartoon for john and uh, it's paul like, and, it, and, and andy yeah. that was uh, one yeah, of my uh, yeah, is pride of place in my house i absolutely love it oh excellent and also the, the nat ops pod logo yeah indeed. you are the logo man of course you are yes of course that was just fantastic we love it and you also did some stickers for me didn't you steve absolutely for your edinburgh show absolutely and and exactly. off the back of those off the back of those stickers the South African Space Agency saw the work and thought, mm, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the man for me. That's the man." So you for have me. No, you, you have genuinely been working for the South African Space Agency. I, I absolutely what? have. Yes, have they managed to put anything into space yet? Because it's well, one of the lesser known uh, space how, agencies. How dare you! All right, we're going to get we're going to get the rocket up. Let's go get the rocket up. Put the bastard up. Get it up. Get the bastard right up there. <laughs> A white rocket. We don't want the black rocket. Get the white one. <laughs> With a rainbow rocket. It's a long rocket ride to freedom. Absolutely. Well, Steve, uh, one thing yeah. I've never, ever known about you. Who is your football team? Well, there are t- I don't know whether you, you may not have heard of them, because I'm, I'm up here in Leicester. The gateway oh, yeah. to Trowel. Oh, yes. Yeah, is it Belper? Is it the Nailers? No. My main team... You- with you, you liking big leagues, you probably won't have heard of these. They're um, they play in a league, oh. Premiership Football League of Football. It's called. Oh, okay. Right. Leicester, Leicester City, Leicester. I've not heard. What, no, no, I've heard. I've heard of, not aware. Heard of a couple of seasons ago because someone was talking about them, but I don't know what division they're in, John. My main team is Oldby Town. Oh, that's they're, more like it. They're called the Poachers. <laughs> oh, I like them. And what did, what league are they in? Yeah, I was going to search this on the internet of things. Oh. It, it's quite, it's so far down the pyramid, just 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 left of the Sphinx. It's quite a long way down. It's. Uh, um, I've just put the poachers into. Uh, yeah, presumably they're very uh, good in front of goal, lethal. Oh. Strikers. Really good in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people following them around in big barber jackets on bikes. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, we are going to play uh, the game that has swept part of the nation, particularly. Um, John, do you want to introduce it? Well, it is Tamplins and Dragons. Oh, lovely. Oh, I'm looking forward to Welcome. Welcome, fair Leicestershire Wanderer. An artistic man, I believe. Oh, thank you, James Master. Yeah. How will you fare managing well, our fair team, Bill Ricky? Well, I'm going to do my best and hopefully uh, put on a good show. Fingers crossed. That's all you can do, Steve. Indeed. Well, that's, yeah. Your if best is all you can do. Try your hardest. There is no luck in this game, but this game is all luck. <laughs> What does that mean? Anyway, let's crack on. Steve, I think you know what to say. I do. Roll the dice, please. Games, master. Two. 
Yeah, well, Steve, you've made a very good start winning your first six games, barely conceding a goal. The fans have been here before, but they're starting to believe Matt Reed is the messiah with him already on 10 goals. Oh, come on, Reed. Well done. Beautiful. The Leicestershire Leonardo da Vinci. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Will you tread on? Indeed. Roll the dice, games master. One. Steve, this is all going very well. You and your assistant, Jamie O'Hara, are enjoying your free reign to manage the team as you wish. With Glenn Tamplin distracted running his big steel company and having to urgently, in his words, take some competition out of the equation, whatever that means, you're left alone to get on with it and are top at the turn of October. Well, well, well. Roll the dice. (laughs) Am I humming that up too much? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Roll the dice, games master. The Tamplins and Dragons game brings out who you are, Steve. <laughs> oh, Lord. There is no hiding. Oh, dear. Six. You've made a good start, but Glenn Tamplin oh, has no. returned to the scene by the end of the month, and while Steve's still gone unbeaten, he has an idea how it could be even better. He has a biplane fly over the ground, pulling a message behind it across the sky in big letters, Pick my son. He also paints paints his son into the big club mural, playing the final pass into Carlos Alberto's feet in the 1970 World Cup final for Brazil. He's making it clear, Steve, that he wants you to do one thing. Pick his son. Oh, he's no Kevin De Bruyne, has he? But I'll, I'll see how we go. Anyway, roll the dice. Games master. <laughs> that didn't sound good. Five. Steve, you walk out. You resign. Oh, you've oh. had enough of Glenn interfering and you've decided to walk. Sat in your back garden the next Saturday, you reflect on the peace and tranquility oh. of a weekend without football and without Glenn Tamplin calling you a very bad name. But deep inside, oh. Oh. this lack of football is not for you. Tuning into the live commentary, you hear Glenn bawling from the touchline as Billericke lose 3 0 to Maidstone, oh. the first oh. defeat oh. of the season. Oh, you got two rolls left, Steve. Let's see left. how the... Let us get on with it, Steve. Do not hinder me. Roll the dice, Games Master. Roll the dice, Games Master. Do! It's three months later and the phone rings. It's Glenn Tamplin. He wants you back desperately. He's made a huge mistake. There's only three games to go until the end of the season and the playoffs are still just about possible despite him only winning one game since you left. He apologises profusely, offers you a raise, have a Ferrari. He's practically on his knees begging you, but do you accept, Steve? I think you do. Right. I feel a promotion. Roll the dice, games master. This is it. The final roll. Big one. Final roll. The final man. The final calling for this fan. Two. (laughs) It's the next game. The third last game of the season. The 85th minute. And it's 1-1 against Dorking. Glenn has been sat on his hands all game, but can resist no more. Storming down to the dugout, he urges you to bring on his son. You relent. You relent and end up losing 2-1. Oh, You're what? called to the office afterwards. Glenn takes the keys back to the Ferrari and oh. fires you on the spot, oh. managing the oh. final two games himself oh, no. and overseeing two defeats. Steve, 
You've been tampling. You've been tampling. Oh, what? I was so that, bad news, Steve. Yeah, sorry, mate. Be... How it goes? Sometimes it's a tough job. You just don't it's get a tough, that tough chance. Job. Hiding the loads of football management right there. That's it. Just what exactly. It is. It. Thank you so much for being a fof, one of the original fofs. Good stuff. And what's the name of your company, Steve, if anyone wanted to, to employ you? Smith Design. And you two could have a logo like the Nuts Pod. You two could. I don't know if the Edge and Larry and and uh, Bono would be interested. Cheers, uh, <laughs> mate. Steve, bye, thank bye, you, bye. mate. See you soon, guys. Thanks ever so much. Bye for now on the ice. There we are, John. That's it for the National Obsession for yep. another week. Another Very week exciting. No, Obviously, no time for that talky yeah. corner this week. Obviously, we're absolutely flying high, scoring brilliant goals everywhere we go. We've been on the telly. We're scoring top bins. It's absolutely wonderful. Best team in the world. Up the goals. Yellow Army. <laughs> on the ice to you, John. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.